Yo, what's going on? Um, you are tuned into the very first episode of Skeevy Delicious. I am Blotitious, and I am really ecstatic if even one person listens to this. And I was kind of confused because I felt like, who the hell wants to listen to me talk for any amount of time? And apparently, people wanted to hear me talk. Okay, fine, fair enough. Um, I started to listen to podcasts probably maybe four, four or five years ago. And I noticed a lot of them weren't interesting to me. I felt like it was just people rambling on and on for two, two and three hours at a time. I said, I don't want to hear this shit. This is boring. And a lot of times, whatever they were talking about wasn't dynamic enough or interactive enough for me to stay tuned, my attention span would waver off and I'm going to go do something else and let these people just talk in the background, but I'm going to, you know, continue to listen to their podcast so that I can support them. I didn't feel right doing that because it was not, it wasn't a genuine show of support. It was, I'm just going to tolerate this. And I said, you know, the more people ask me about this podcast thing, the less I want to do it because I don't want to be that person. I don't want people to listen to me just to support me. I want them to listen to me because they're interested in what I'm saying. Um, so I had to really give the podcast thing a lot of hard, hard thought. And recently, probably the last, eh, last six to nine months, um, it's become something that I have grown more interested in and decided that I can do this. So I'm going to try to do this and really, really hope that I don't suck at it. And by this being the first episode, of course, I'm not going to have like a good structured show. This isn't This American Life or anything like that. But I did have something that I had been wanting to talk about for a long time. And I never got the opportunity because I, every time I would try to write about it, it wasn't coming out right. I realized that it was something that I was going to have to talk about. So that's what I'm going to do. I want to talk about this movement, I guess we can call it. Um, there's been an explosion of people saying positive vibes only. I'm tired of it. I don't want to hear it no more. Positive vibes only sounds really good, but I feel like it has created a group of people who are wholly unrealistic and forget that it is important to embrace negativity also. And I'm not saying you need to wallow in negativity. You don't need to always be upset or find something bad about every situation. You don't need to do that. That's, I mean, that's why life is about balance and moderation is you should always have a balance of the good and the bad, the happy and the sad, the angry and the excited. You should always be able to measure your life in some sort of moderation. It's why we eat a various array of foods. It's why we drink a lot of different things. It's why we dress differently every day for the most part. If you wear a tie to work, you're not going to necessarily wear 
you know, a green tie every single day, you might switch it up and have a paisley joint one day. Next day, it might be, you know, purple stripes. You like to mix it up because variety is a spice of life. And that also goes for our emotions. I get the whole vibes thing. Vibes are important. However, you can be talking about vibes in a spiritual sense where some people can literally feel vibrations. That's fine. Some people are just talking about the general energy. Um, Positive energy is important. Positive vibes are important. I can't stand to go in a room where the energy is negative because it literally does drain me. But it's important to embrace negative vibes. It's part of life. There are times in our lives where we're going to be absolutely miserable, but it is meaningful. And I think that's part of what made this subject so hard for me to write about. Because as I'm writing and I'm like, this really sounds so morose and I need to find a different way to get it out. My words just sounded so drab and so just just shrouded in misery and I had to think to myself is that such a bad thing positive thoughts and emotion benefit our mental health a lot of times our well-being depends on the positivity in our lives do you feel fulfilled do you have the things that you need are you living your best life things like that okay fine but There's another side of the coin where it's important to accept pain, however that pain may come. We always have to remember that anger is a secondary emotion that is a result of pain, of feeling pain, of feeling sadness. If you are angry, it's because you're hurting somewhere for some reason, and it's okay to explore that. You may not be able to explore that at that moment. You may need to let that anger run its course. That's fine. But if you're going to hang on to this positive vibes only thing, you're completely rejecting the notion. You're completely rejecting the opportunity to feel, to really feel your feels. There is this GIF that I absolutely love and it's I don't even know what it's from it's from a movie that everybody seems to know except for me but I suck so there's that um but it's this guy who's like unfurling the scroll and it says let me list my feels it is like my favorite of all time because I will never miss a chance to list my feels do you hear me I will never miss an opportunity to list my feels. Meditation has become really important to me. I think it's something you have to make a conscious decision to to work for and to work at. The reason why I started meditating was because I was in a very negative space and I couldn't find joy. Even when I tried, I tried to do happy things and think happy thoughts and be around happy people and say happy things and speak positivity into my life. And it wasn't working. And it was because I was trying to reject the negativity, the negativity. 
You can't simply reject your negative vibes. You have to work through them. There's a lot of parts of negativity that are imperative. Guilt. Guilt is a negative. Um, but feeling guilty helps strengthen your moral fiber. And I will say everybody's morals are not going to be the same. That's a completely different show. But guilt helps make us socially sensitive. It makes us more human. It makes us more caring because we will see something and feel guilty about it and be moved to action. Oh my goodness, look at that. It's sad. How can I help? How can I fix that problem right there? And it's not because you necessarily want to fix it. It's because you feel guilty about whatever is happening there. Um, people who... I drink. I like to drink. I like alcohol. I'm not even going to front about that. I don't drink and drive. I immediately feel guilty if I ever get behind the wheel after I've been drinking and I say, okay, this isn't right. That is part of guilt. That's a negative emotion. It's negative. You cannot reject negativity. Doubting ourselves. Doubting ourselves is the reason why we excel. If you are a runner and you like to compete, you're going to think to yourself, this is probably the hardest thing I've ever done. Or, you know, I'm going to run this half marathon or I'm going to do this triathlon or I'm going to try to do distance running. And I know that that's not necessarily my thing. You are going to work really hard at it to enhance your performance. If you play baseball, you're going to switch your practice time from two hours to three hours because you just want to be better because you're doubting how good you are. And that's okay. It's a healthy function in moderation. Again, life is about moderation. Um, anxiety can help people solve problems. I personally, um, as an aside, I plan to be very transparent um, on this show. So sometimes I will talk about my mental health. Um what I was just getting ready to say was that I have anxiety disorder. Um, I do have anxiety attacks. My behavior is very erratic and quite ridiculous when I'm having an anxiety attack um, because I haven't really experienced a lot of support where my anxiety is concerned. Now, aside from people who have any type of anxiety disorder, Regular anxiety, I just want to make sure that I make that distinction. Regular anxiety that is not um, in an area where it is medically problematic. Um, it can help you solve problems. If you are in some sort of danger, suddenly you are just... Dora the Explorer, Miss Frizzle, Carmen Sandiego, Indiana Jones. Like you suddenly know exactly how to get over whatever hump that may be. I mean, I've been in situations myself. I remember 
I was about 19 or 20 when this happened. I was with a friend of mine. She had an old Ford Explorer. It was like a 1995, and this is the early 2000s. And um, I remember we were driving, and it was cold out. It was like the middle of winter. It was almost dark out. I didn't have a coat on. All I had on was a hoodie because I'm ridiculous. The car stopped. We were going up a hill, and the truck just stopped moving. And we felt like this funny sensation in the hood area. It felt like something was falling, and I said, what is that? So we get out of the truck. She puts it in park. We put it in park and everything, and we're in the middle of the road, and we get out. We're looking under the hood and under the car, and there are ball bearings everywhere. And we're like, oh my God, these came from underneath the hood. So we figured out later on that this part that had come loose was the drive belt tensioner. And it was one of the um, cylindrical parts that the drive belt is attached to. So as it's making its rounds, you know, if one cylinder pops out, that belt isn't going to stay on. So anyway, we figured out where it came from and how to get it back together. But again, all the ball bearings are gone. There's only a few left in there. So we know we can't just put it back together. I find an auto zone about a mile and a half away. I remembered passing it and it really felt like it was closer than that but whatever, it needed to be done. I go to AutoZone, I buy a new tensioner. Um, there's a tool that I need to actually administer enough tension to get the piece to stay in. And I was really upset. I was, you know, damn near in tears at this point. And I told the man in the store, I said, look, I got enough money to buy this part. It was like $200. If I did anything more than that, I was going to overdraft my account. I was scared to do that. And um, I didn't have any more money with me because I hadn't brought my purse or anything. If I recall correctly, we were on a weed run. <laughs> so I didn't, you know, I didn't have my coat, my gloves. I didn't have nothing. All I had was this one debit card. And I had planned on going to the ATM, getting like $50 to, you know, buy some drinks and stuff like that. And, um... He says, look, I'm not supposed to do this. He gives me the tool that I needed. He says, you have to bring it back. I said, I promise you I'll bring it back. I told him, I said, I'll even give you my driver's license and you can give it back to me when I come back. And that wasn't necessary. He didn't require that, which was cool. Um, and then when I got outside, I see my friend coming. And I said, how in the hell did you get here? She said, oh, there was a guy down the road and he helped me, you know, push the truck. And I said, oh my goodness, no way. It was a man who had um, like a battering ram on his truck. So she steered and he, you know, pushed the truck with his truck. Um, and part of the way was down a hill. So that was the easy part. Thank you, Jesus, for small favors. So here we, she pulls into AutoZone's parking lot where it's well lit and now it's dark outside. All we had was a small flashlight, and I'm sitting inside the hood of this Ford Explorer trying to figure out 
how to fix what is broken. And I managed to do that all by myself, just my little hands and the light of a parking lot and a weak ass flashlight all alone by myself, two hands, one wrench. I'm kidding. <laughs> but yes, um, just my hands and a wrench and a flashlight. And that was it. I didn't have a book or a manual or anything. My anxiety was like, bitch, we're not about to get stuck out in this motherfucker all night. And it's cold and shit. And you ain't got no cell phone. And I don't know nobody's phone number by heart. Hell no. I'm not going to do it. Play them bald-headed ass games with somebody else. And I came through in a clutch and did what I had to do. That negative emotion saved me that night. It is important to have negative emotions. Mindlessness is another one that we don't take into account. It's important to feel like you don't know what to think. I'm a creative person. I'm an artist by trade. It's what I've always done. Um, creativity comes from unconscious incubation. Having complete mindlessness makes the gears in your mind start to move and you start to think up things. Sometimes those thoughts are awful, like how some people just randomly want to become rappers. Like that's usually a shitty idea, but at least your brain was moving when you thought this up. That counts for something. I say all of that to say it's important for us to look at life through both lenses. And one of those lenses is going to be rose colored and the other is going to be dusty as shit. And it's okay to say, hey, I feel like shit today and I don't want to be positive. That's cool. That's fine. Sometimes you have to work your way through your emotions in order to get back to that positive vibes only place. And there's this idea that we get to govern our own emotions. And that's not always the case either. It's perfectly normal and totally human to decide, I feel like shit today because I feel like shit today. Your emotions aren't always going to depend on you waking up and making a conscious decision. Just because you made an effort to be happy doesn't mean that you're actually going to be happy that day. And there's a part that I didn't really touch on very much and that's going to be the mental health aspect of that if you are living with uh, depression or bipolar disorder or you have um, schizophrenia or anything like that that's going to completely change everything for you there's going to be a day where you have an episode or a day where you have a meltdown you can't help that. You don't get to get up in the morning and say, positive vibes only, director of vibes, creator of vibes, producer of vibes, I'm moving these vibes. When you have depression, when you have bipolar disorder, when you have schizophrenia, when you have anxiety disorder, you don't get to do that because your mind is going to say, uh-uh, girl, not today. We sad today. We in our feels today. Let us list our feels. It's okay to work your way through your emotions. Emotions are really like a long hallway with many doors. And if you're walking down a really long corridor and you see 
many doors. You're going to want to knock on them, open them, close them, peep through the peephole, see what's popping in each of them. And each of those doors is going to be a different emotion. And it's okay for you to feel them all. But when you don't feel any of them, that's a problem. So when you have all the doors on the right and all of the doors on the left and you only choose to open the doors on the right and leave all the ones on the left side closed, you need to be concerned about what you're not letting in, not necessarily what you're not letting out. Very often on Twitter, I talk about love and letting love in and letting people love you. I often say on Twitter, let people love you. You deserve that. And I also have an affirmation that I tweet sometimes about the choice to let love in. You have to make a choice. You have to open the gate, take the wall down, open the door. However you want to word that, you have to be able to let love flow into you. And the same thing goes with emotions. I get how Positive Vibes only is trying to cultivate this air of positivity I get that, but you also have to be emotionally intelligent enough to work your way through your feelings. I feel like you do yourself a disservice to completely reject anything that's not positive. It's important to feel pain so that you can appreciate joy. It's important to feel apathy so you can appreciate empathy. It's important to appreciate and feel indifference so that you know what love feels like. Those things matter. And I get how this younger generation wants to feel this fun, you know, positive, whimsical life. I remember what that feels like. It does feel good. It does. But it's also important to feel the stiff parts of life. It's important to feel the texture It's important to feel the textures that come with living. Everything isn't always going to be smooth and silky. Some things will be scratchy. Some things will be rough. Some things will feel broken and fractured and frayed. And it's painfully important to appreciate frayed strings just as much as you appreciate refined silk. It's how we develop. It's how we grow. It's how we learn. It's important for us to always know that we're well-rounded individuals because we choose to be, because we are learning things that we may not necessarily think we need to learn It's because we are having new experiences and talking to different types of people and not staying in a small bubble. We're adults. We don't have to stay in the yard anymore. We can go outside the gate and explore. So down with positive vibes only. I don't want any more of this positive vibes only mess. It is ridiculous. It's trash. Get rid of it. Take it to the shit store and sell it. I don't care what you do with it. (laughs) I'm going to leave it here. And I'm going to leave you with 
One of my very favorite affirmations about love. I'm not my mistakes, my failures, or my transgressions. Every day I'm new and open to growth, change, and love. Thank you for listening to Skeevy Delicious. I'm Blotitious. I really hope that you come back next week and kick it with me. If you have a question, a comment, a suggestion, you want to just talk about the show, um, talk about positive vibes or not, um, you can tweet me at Skeevy Delicious on Twitter. You can like me on Facebook, facebook.com slash You can hit me up there. I'm also available at Plotitious.com or SkeevyDelicious.com. I'm everywhere. You ain't never there. But you're invited. So we're going to be family. <laughs> Peace out, y'all.